Rob, Rob do you and I want to, well, Andrew does a little bit more tinkering. Do you want us, do you want to, you and I kick it off here? Is that a subscription? Yeah. Let's. Except I'm hearing Andrew um, listen to the audio. Yeah, yeah it's okay. bizarre. The audio is the audio is really solid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm he I'm hearing myself while recording. Okay, so let's move on. I, no, let's let's move it. on. Past We're that. good. Okay, so uh, welcome. Are we are we on episode forty nine? Technically, or are we doing a combo a pod episode? We'll see. Let's just say we're on forty eight, potentially forty nine, maybe forty eight A B. So we're either on 48, 48B, or maybe 49. So there you go. Welcome to the pod. We are recapping uh, Japanese Grand Prix. It is October 22nd, 2019. Um, the year of our Lord. <laughs> the year of our Lord, of course. <laughs> so let's kick it off. Let's give a little recap. Um, yeah, crazy qualifying. That got canceled on Saturday, huh? To kick it right off. Well, we're here to talk about the Japanese Grand Prix. Perfect. <laughs> 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 give our listeners some context here. Um, were you here thirty seconds ago? Did yeah. you say Japanese say Grand Prix? I yeah, don't know. I, I don't remember that. you saying. The we'll look at the recording, and we'll oh, be able man. to tell if you I just inserted this. Okay, so kick us back off. Go ahead. All right, we're here to talk about the Japanese Grand Prix from 2019. Year of our there was there was a typhoon <laughs> that came, blew through on Saturday, and they canceled I think all Saturday activities. So qualifying was Sunday morning, followed by the race. Ferraris had the front row lockout, uh, but they did not win. Andrew, well, I expect Spoiler you to talk alert. about that. Uh, sure. Carlos Sainz had a great race, finishing best <laughs> of the rest. Jumping right. That's yeah. not, oh, fine. Just, yeah, just fine. hop along there. Uh, yeah. Hamilton, no, Botas won, followed by Botas won. Uh, the Red Bulls fell back off the pace. Um, what else? Yeah, I don't know, so, so Botas did win. That was that's that's clear from what you just said. That is definitely clear. Um, Vettel came in second, so we can talk about Ferrari struggles. Um, Lewis was third, and then guess who was fourth? Do you remember? Alexander. Yeah, Alexander Albin. The what tie, a move that my, was! My, my my tie guy. He's great. Followed by Carlos Sainz. Yes, followed yeah. by Carlos Sainz. Absolutely. Followed by Charles Leclerc. No, Danny Rick. No, Danny Rick. <clears throat> then Charles Leclerc. Okay, so let's get into some topics. Before we get into Ferrari, yep. I think I think let's uh, not skip over it. The world, the constructors' world championship is is a, completed. Mercedes has won it for the sixth year in a row. Some argue. So, so congratulations. I don't know if Rob, you want to repeat that right now, but um, yeah. Mercedes won six years in a row. They're going for the double constructor driver world championship, which they will surely get. <laughs> um, yeah. I So congratulations to Mercedes. The one thing I'll add is I thought it was a very good weekend for them. Obviously qualifying wasn't perfect, but they ended up winning the race. They won the championship. I did think Lewis was extra whiny on the radio this, that weekend. Um, and I thought he was a little upset he wasn't front and center for the celebrations. And uh, totally. So a little sour grapes from Lewis. Yeah. He, I mean, he was like, 
you know, he was kind of like a a friend, like a little teenage girl who's like has to act happy that her friend like has a boyfriend and got invited to the dance, but's really not happy at all. If you know what I mean, I don't know. If you, I'm sure you guys have been there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was hilarious. He was he was so bitter. He was so upset. You can't give you can't give Valtteri one race. You know, it's like Talladega Nights when Ricky Bobby won't let his buddy. Sorry for all the analogies, but I think it just is fitting. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you got to tip your hat hat tip to Mercedes. Another great year. And it's just a just a dominant one of them. I would say, where do you guys think they are in terms of dominant franchises in modern sports history? It's a good question. Mercedes one, Pats two. <laughs> I would say there's more. Uh, Formula One tends to run dynasties. <laughs> no, no pun intended. Where. NFL doesn't. Uh, parody is really pursued in other leagues to the extent that it's not a Formula One. So actually, I would say, hate to say it, but uh, the, the Patriots, Charlie's team, uh, much, much more impressive dynasty. And Donald's Trump team, God, God's team. Yes. Um, I, I agree, not because I'm just a Patriots fan, but because salary cap in, in, normal sports provides a lay, level playing field over three, four or five years where there's no real cap here in place. So yeah, I, it, it's impressive. Don't get me wrong, but it's not up there with the great sports dynasties like the, the Patriots, the Spurs, if you will. <laughs> Patriots and the Spurs. The 1990s Manchester United. You know, what have you. Are there, are there, is there a salary cap in football? I don't, I, don't I don't think, think so. so. Mm, I guess that's, that explains Manchester City, huh? Yes. Yep. By okay. their way, um, I think we should also talk about the big controversial, there are two, two I think, uh, significant contact points. Let's talk about the big one first. Opening turn, Opening lap, Max and Charles come together. <laughs> Charles on the inside, Max on the outside. Well, it's, it's your two guys. Why don't you guys take it away? Do you want to go first, Andrew? I'm happy to dive in. You go for it. So I heard about this incident before I actually saw it. Then when I, I got it, and from what I heard, everyone is up in arms about what Charles did. And then when I actually saw it, it wasn't as egregious as I thought it was. Obviously he didn't, uh, they're, they're kind of side by side. If Max was in front of him, if, if I remember correctly, and it seems like Charles didn't have the grip to stay right. Or just, I don't think he meant to crash his car into a stack ever stopping. I think it was a, mistake he paid for it in the race it sucks for Verstappen sucks for everybody involved but um I don't think it was there's no like malicious intent behind it it was just a a bad mistake and they both suffered for it and I think Charles should get a penalty or did he get a penalty I forget already but yeah he did he did um yeah I mean it just kind of sucks for everyone because they should be up at the top but yeah I, I think it kind of shook out the way it should have in terms of Charles 
you know, got the penalty, obviously way more unfortunate for Max since he ultimately had to retire probably as a result of that. Um, when I saw it, I also kind of, I just, I expected Charles to get the penalty. I think he deserved it. Um, and Rob might disagree with me here, but I, it did kind of just remind me of a younger Max Verstappen kind of making a move that sometimes it'll work out, but you're also being a little bit too risky. And he just, I don't think he quite yet, although he's been successful this year, I don't think he quite yet maybe understands sometimes the, what he should and shouldn't be doing yet with an F1 car. So that, I don't know if you guys agree with that. So I'm going to not answer that question, but I will say that, uh, <laughs> Charles, well, can I ask you why you're not, why you're not answering? Cause I want to talk about what happened and, and okay. like what was reasonable before I get onto the, the meta question of, got it. Charles, you will, you will get around to it. Okay. Got yeah. It. Um, so Charles is on the inside and he's behind somebody else, Hamilton or Vettel. Um, I guess it must've been Vettel. And because he was running in the cars close to the wash, he lost downforce on the front wing. The cars can't follow each other. That caused his car to not be able to bite and continue to take the inside of the turn and lead. So he, his car just naturally drifted out. Now he admitted that he should have been thinking about that after the race. That's what Max was so hot about that he should have known that he was going to lose downforce, but it's not like he kind of like stuck his nose in a corner where there wasn't room for it. He is kind of like next level where you have to think about the downforce you're going to have vis-a-vis the car in front of you. And if you have room to lose the downforce and what you might drift. I mean, I, Because because it's a loss of downforce issue rather than a uh, kind of like a dive bomb, I actually wouldn't have gone for a penalty. And I wouldn't have gone for a penalty if the situations were reversed either. Which I can I see Charles a little smirk. I don't believe, believe that me. for a second. But I, I, I feel like, you know, um, you're kind of forcing the guy off track. It, it, he, he either hit him or would have forced him off track. I get that that's a no-no, but the stewards have been letting those two guys race very hard and pushing each other off track since, what, France or Austria. And I don't know. It just seemed like they were a little harsh here. I mean, interesting. Your last point I think is interesting is um, to do the stewards kind of look at previous decisions in, in recent races, similar situations and make a call or do they kind of take each, each incident by itself and not think about it? I, I, I kind of wondered that myself. Um, one, I guess, question I would have is you, you kind of mentioned that it, it wasn't like he dive bomb dive bombed into a corner, which is true. I agree. And I'm kind of going to take, go against my, my guy, Charles here, but as an F1 driver, shouldn't you be aware of what, your move might do to your potential downforce and, and take that into consideration when you're making a move. Like I don't, I don't give him a pass because it was a downforce issue versus didn't give himself enough room. I think either way you're a professional race car driver and you need to be aware of that stuff. Yeah, I agree. So I think the penalty, I, I think, unfortunately I think the penalty 
was fair. Um, ultimately, that didn't really cost him that. Uh, the position that he lost at the end was because they combined two penalties. He, had, he actually got two penalties, one for the unsafe driving, which was, which was wild. I don't know if you guys saw that. He was driving basically with one arm. And then the second, and then obviously the one from earlier with Max, so that's 15 seconds. Pushing oh, okay, so on the unsafe driving, I think that's on Ferrari. Like, First of all, it's on the FIA. They should have black flagged and said, get in the pits now. Then Ferrari should have said, get in the pits now. Yeah. I don't – so one of those things didn't happen, right? Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with that. I don't, I don't know what the – what standard like maybe we can explain i don't know exactly what what caused his um his side mirror to come that's what he was holding on to his mirror right? he was holding on to the side mirror because that was the side mirror that that went into verstappen's car so and what lap was he doing that with that that was a little bit later wasn't it and then if it, it was the first or the second lap okay because hmm. he came in pretty like pretty single after. digit laps okay yeah yeah, I think he they should have black flagged him. And then if he didn't if he didn't obey the black flag, then sure, give him the penalty. But if they didn't do that, I guess it's probably on Ferrari then, right? They they should have noticed that the the um the mirror was loose. They should have called him in, they didn't. Um and so unfortunately, someone has to pay the penalty and it's going to be the driver. I think the FIA should be making that call because then there's going to be second guessing like, Oh, Ferrari says, I think it's safe enough. And then the FIA says, Oh, you should have called him in. It's, uh, we think it's not safe enough. Tell us if you think it's not safe. And yeah. then if, then if we disobey you penalty, that's how it should be. Yeah. Okay. All right, fine. So, so I'm, I'm up now up in, I'm up in arms. Charles should have finished six. And this is, this is crazy. All right. So then there was a third incident <laughs> and I think we can feel a little bit better about this. So, um, as a result of Leclerc staying out there with his damaged front wing, a piece of carbon fiber flies off, goes into Norris's brake duct, and compromises his brakes. So as he's coming into the chicane, he brakes. He has to brake early because his brakes aren't working well. And Albon dives on the inside of the chicane. Norris kind of go, it gets run off because he can't make the turn because there, now there's a car nose in front of him. At the end of the race, Norris says, you know what, fine, that's hard racing. I've got no problem with it. And those two guys had a laugh about it afterwards. So, um, you know, maybe the future of the sport is bright with uh, characters like that coming in. I, yeah, I, Lando Norris is maybe one of my favorite characters in recent memory in F1. I think he's... I mean, just like I feel like all the older guys just like to kind of pick on him. Him and Ricardo have this really funny, I think, uh, little banter that goes on. Same with same with Ricardo and Leclerc. Maybe we'll get into their little uh, airplane hijinks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Norris and Leclerc. I was, I mean, Norris and Ricardo. I was reading about their their hijinks go way back to like some mid-season press conference and yeah. <laughs> and like they were asking Lewis, how does he handle being around all these young guys? Ricardo leans over and just says, whispers to Norris, do you have any pubes yet? <laughs> <laughs> and Norris just started crying, laughing. I remember, wa- I remember watching that. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Ricardo is um, maybe one of the funniest characters in professional sports. Yeah. He's up there. 
you want to give a what do you want to give a recap of what he pulled on on Charles in the airplane? Yeah, so I mean Charles walks out of the airplane and Ricardo's got the no, out of the airplane bathroom. Bathroom and uh Ricardo's got the phone going and he goes 30 minutes man what have you been doing in there and Leclerc looks totally shocked like what's happening and realizes he's being pranked and kind of like shoves Ricardo and laughs about it <laughs> but that was a rebuttal to Leclerc filming Ricardo asleep on the plane and Leclerc was like oh okay playing with his nose and trying to wake him up so I mean, you you do not see this in other sports where these guys are going battling like crazy against each other, and then you know a couple hours later they're they're having fun like this together. I think I think it's I think it's refreshing. I so I think I th- I like to see all aspects of it. Like, yeah, there are some hotheads like Max who try and punch Ocon after the race, and then there are other guys like Norris and Albon who kind of like uh, laugh it off. So. Yeah, I, I think it's it's good. So I, I disagree with that. Which I think part? there are other sports like that. I think the NBA is a little like that these days where most yeah. guys, like the, the big the stars are playing on Team USA together and hang out off the court. It's all fake. But, but what I do think is uh, better about F1 is when you're in the car, those guys want to win so badly that the friendships almost disappear on track because they get so fired up and are so, so into it. Um, whereas I think in basketball, there's not that same level of intensity, the two kind of the dichotomy of it. You think though that I get that when they're on team USA together, maybe they're joking, but like immediately after a playoff game, you, you think that those guys are hugging, nah, laughing that- with one another. That's all because because they don't even care. They don't care. <laughs> I agree, it's not the same, but I think they're they all are buds off the court. Ugh, whatever. <laughs> um, I'm with you. Basketball's fake. Thank um, you. Fake news media. Okay. Um, any other thoughts on the? I mean, unfortunately, the only car to not finish was was Max. That's uh, uh, it's a it's a great track. There was lots of passing. I mean, yeah. Um, what happened with Vettel in the, the the start? That was just that was so bad, huh? What was yeah. it? He, he like he jumped it, and then I mean that just he never does that. He's such a good starter. That he was started shocking. moving, realized he was going to jump the start, so stopped moving. <sighs> then the lights went out, and everyone was like going, but he was still trying to stop. Trying to get yeah, right. They're, they're he, he's a, done. He's done. Could he just please done? retire? Are you kidding me? Look, they bring in Ricardo. But, but can you explain right, so, that a little bit? Why, well, why do you why do you say he's done? Yeah, continue. I'm not seeing either the fire from him consistency. He he won two races ago. Where he stole it from Leclerc. Well, he won the race, no? All right, so I guess that shows fire. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he's good at making deals with his rookie teammate that he then reneges on. Okay, I mean, yeah, I guess mean, he should be an F1. <laughs> I would say he was, he was moved to tears after the race. If you're telling me that's not passion or fire, 
I don't know. I don't know what is. I mean, I think he still Tell has me this. A, yeah. As a Ferrari <laughs> fan, do you want to see him in 2020 in red? It kind of depends on what are my options. Can we talk uh, driver market and teams? Well, who would some you, life who, updates? Who do you think is yeah? Who do you think is a a realistic person that could take Sebastian Vettel's seat at Ferrari? Could Ricardo? No, he's locked in. Ah, all these contracts are fake. So <laughs> faker than the NBA players? No, of course not. All right, so who realistically who could who could possibly take Vettel's seat? I'm looking. I'm looking at the list. Are we? Are we saying someone like a year old man come back comes back into F1? I don't even think I would take him. If I'm Leclerc, I am nixing that move so quickly. I, I don't see anyone current driver. I don't see anyone on here that I would. I mean, lineups are take. pretty much set for next year, so I don't think you could do that. So. Yeah. So yeah, I want well, to. Are they you're stuck said? with him? Yeah, I'm stuck with him. But you know what's gonna? You know what the good thing is for next year is that it'll be clear that Charles is is the the alpha, and that'll be clear from the beginning. They won't have this awkward kind of start to the season where they're trying to figure it out. And I think Sebastian will light a fire under under a young Charles. I think to get, keep him even more motivated. I hope. I, I don't agree with. Leclerc coming in as the clear number one. Really, you don't think so? No. You think it depends on qualifying, like how who qualifies faster? Yeah, I think, I think, I think Ferrari's gonna say we don't have a one, or they might even say Sebastian's one until someone proves that they're. That that's like that's like Belichick putting Brady always on the in, injury report. They say something, but what's the reality? You know, what and I mean? that's fair criticism of. <laughs> what Ferrari is it would be doing there, but I, uh, if I'm Vettel, then I then I am out. If I'm a number two driver, I'm I'm just retiring. Look at what Ferrari does to number two driver drivers. Sometimes so, it's like last year, they would do embarrassing things to Kimi Raikkonen, Raikkonen to make. Vettel's race better. Oh yeah, unlike the other teams, like uh, I mean, look, Red Bull, Red Bull would do anything in a heartbeat for. Can you Max cite one so example for him? Can you cite well, unfortunately example? for Max, he doesn't have a teammate that's even capable. <laughs> oh, of so you don't have any examples? Okay, <laughs> I'd have not not at Red Bull, but uh, we know that they would. At Mercedes, we have endless examples. I can even. Uh, Valtteri, this is James. I'm sorry. We need you to move over. Yeah, and it's <laughs> yeah. They they definitely masculate. Right. So it's not it's not so Ferrari. So all these teams will do this. To but their, I'm point is, if you're Sebastian Vettel, you're ready for Ferrari to be like, okay, I know you're in first, but it's the Claire season, so get out of the way. You 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 sign up for that if you're Vettel. I don't. No, I so and maybe okay. Sorry, maybe I, I didn't really put that the right way i think i think it kind of depends on i think it is race by race and and i i I think mercedes does a decent job of this where situationally they will help one driver or like if if leclerc qualifies first and he does and he qualifies first every single race then yeah he's gonna be 
he's going to be treated differently. But in certain races, I'm just looking back at the qualifying results over the past number of races. When, when Vettel started first, it's not like they just said, hey, Vettel, step aside, let Charles through. I mean, they're just going to take it race by race and see how it goes. But I think at the beginning of the season, it was like, it was just awkward. Like they didn't know, they didn't know what to do. They were trying to give like Vettel the, the places when he didn't really have the car to do that. I agree. That's the worst of all worlds, but there is, uh, there are clear number ones when it like comes to when you're put out in qualifying. So you think at the beginning of next year, Leclerc gets all those uh, small, small benefits. I think so. Yeah, I, I think mean, that, I think that'd be silly. Very not possible. To, I think yeah. it'd be silly not to do that. Okay. Want to do some life updates? Yeah. Let's get into it. Rob? I'll go first. Um, I have joined the Zwifting world, indoor bike training. So it's 2019. Everyone's in Peloton, um, except me. <laughs> Peloton is a Everyone fad. else is zigging, you're zagging. In 2024, you guys are all going to be like, why do I have this Nordic track in my apartment? Nordic I, track? Uh, Zwift, I'll just have a little bike trainer. I'll still cause you, you use your bike. Um, if For people who don't know what Zwift is, it's like a video game where your effort moves your bike avatar and it, you know, the resistance changes if you go uphill or reduces if you're drafting. Very cool, very legal. Um, the problem is I cannot find anybody I know in the Zwift world. Like, I mean, I'm sure I know, I'm sure I'm actually real life friends with people who Zwift, but I don't know who they are. Sorry, can you explain to me, is there a monitor that you, is it a real bike that you then put onto some kind of mechanism? So you just put your regular bike onto a compu trainer. Now, if you have, let's say four or five bikes, like some people I know, which bike do you choose? Uh, If I were that gentleman or gentlewoman, I would choose my road bike okay, or whatever bike, you know, you are going to be racing in. Whichever one goes well with the mustache. Yes. Well, they okay. all do. Um, <laughs> and then you have a uh, monitor. Yes. So you run it through an internet enabled device. I use my iPad and then I mirror the iPad onto a big screen TV for the immersive experience. <laughs> Got it. Um, so I'm looking, you know, if you hear this and use Zwift, please friend me. I have no friends. It's a ride with strangers. Um, in other life updates, let's see. Um, you have a mustache. Yeah, I've got a sweet mustache. We're still, what, nine days away from November, but I'm going to go in with a full-on mustache. I wouldn't um, say full-on because you're trimming it like a French butler, but... <laughs> No, I'm undoing that now. So is that a saying? <laughs> like a French butler? I like that. <laughs> I mean, it looks. He's got the mustache that has a like a dramatic curve he, at yes, the top. Yeah, he does look like a almost like Mr. Monopoly. But uh, but I'm growing that out. That was a mistaken, <laughs> an errant trim. It looks a little bit. It looks a little manicured. Yes, I know. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, it, it, you know, Charlie Chaplin look to you. 
No, <laughs> that's what those, I said those, earlier. It's so because the hairs at the said. outer edge of my lip are blonde. So oh I, <laughs> it looks like a mustache doesn't reach the end of his lips. Does your wife kiss you goodnight with that thing? No. <laughs> that I haven't been touched in weeks. Oh my god. Um <laughs> does have a Charlie um, Chaplin gone. Let's see, and in, in other <laughs> uh sorry, sorry, I don't, I, don't know <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Well see uh maybe we can keep a running total of your uh expense. I know my, my uh my parents would be interested in how your house um issues are <laughs> oh yeah so, so pretty pretty good news on that front um <laughs> we went for the repair of the furnace boiler rather than the fourteen thousand dollar replacement nice so far so good um then we found this plumber who came in and fixed the leaking tub only two hundred dollars i mean i couldn't even believe it the fix is holding up we're a weekend, so that looks good. Um, and then I've talked to the prior owner of the house and convinced him to help me patch the ceiling. So materials only for that. So you trust, you trust that guy? <laughs> you get what you pay <laughs> for? Is that what you're saying? After what he's done to your <laughs> kitchen ceiling? So now, so now is next up just find a new sucker to take this lemon off your hands. <laughs> I'm about to make my first mortgage payment, and I'm thinking try maybe sell before that. <laughs> Good luck to use. Um, oh, oh, that hole in the wall? Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a feature. Um, let's see. It's a skylight. <laughs> uh, How are the kids doing? They're well. Good. Uh our next vacation, I think, is going to be uh, – oh, we have the tickets, so it better be. We're flying out to Denver, the four of us, for a four-day weekend for Veterans Day. You check the um, dates on those tickets? <laughs> no. Funny you say that, Charlie. Well, people uh, um, <laughs> so we're going to go have a reunion with the Northwestern women's soccer team or, you know. Does someone months. have a house in Denver, that crew, or you guys always go there? Oh, no, you went to Utah last time. Yeah. Is it the, the current women's soccer Older. team? Or no, they... alumni, class of 2005. <laughs> Actually, they're from different. No, they're all from 2005. Um, and Wildcats. Wildcats. Oh, I rode in the head of the Charles this past weekend. Oh, yep. We did very respectably. I mean, we came in 32nd out of 37 in our division. <laughs> Doesn't scream respectable. But there are some, like, actual... <laughs> very very experienced rowers in that same division so can, can you also give a breakdown of the <laughs> the age bracket demographics of your team give it give us the boat run run to the boat yeah yeah, yeah. uh coxon was you know someone we just picked up she just was helping out no relationship to anybody else um she was 35 maybe 36 i was sitting stroke seat um 37. Do you set the uh, pace in the stroke seat? Is that the purpose? Yeah. Of that? Wow. Is that the strongest rower goes there? Mm, technically, technically strongest. Yes. Not the strongest or probably five and six seat. Anyway. Okay. So then seven seat, Renat, he's late thirties, six seat, Jess, she's mid thirties. 
Uh, or sorry. Yeah, then Harry, he's 22, Whoa. 23. Strong lad. Um, and then <laughs> Wells, he's 39. Uh, Alex, he's, I think he's in his <laughs> young, early 40s. Uh, then Hugh, he's 72. <laughs> and then Greta, mid-30s. Early Hugh. 30s. We don't run across the name Hugh much anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Hugh did a lot of work to found the team and uh, support it and get the, for the law firm to pay for a lot of expenses. So he's on, he's on the boat. It's an honor, so, honorary seat. It's been a huge help to us. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful weather, great race, uh, great crowds, and uh, looking Congrats. forward to next year. Very exciting. I, I gotta my, get. I gotta get out to see you with I, my Zwift I, training. I'm gonna crush it next year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's get this on the calendar so I don't book over this. I I too would like to be on. I would love to watching you. Bring Just, my dog down there. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you should yell something besides go community rowing. That's what my parents were there and they yelled that and no, I had no idea who that was. So I didn't look. So okay. like, Hey Rob, you know, yeah. then I'll look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hey Charlie okay. Chaplin. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin. That's great. Um, I can't, I can go. Um, Rob, are you all done or you have more, to, more to share? Yep. He looks all done. done. Um, I was actually left home alone this past weekend. Carol Carolyn <laughs> left me. She went to um, Asheville, North Carolina for a little ladies trip with her mom and her aunt. Um, ah, so I may have told you guys this, but maybe not. She pulled one of the dirtiest moves on Friday morning. She left. She had a flight at 6.15 in the morning, set an alarm for 4.45. I knew she would snooze it. She did. Um, did you wake up during that alarm? Yeah, I woke up. Have you ever thought about just putting your leg up and just kicking her out? I've yeah, I thought about that. <laughs> so she then snoozes till five, which I knew was going to happen. Again, I'll remind you, this is a six fifteen flight. Um, at which point I said, "Hey, do you want to like? Do you think maybe it'd be a good idea to call an Uber?" Six fifteen, and it's five o'clock. Yes. She gets oh, out of bed at five. Oh my God. This is making me nervous. Just she, about this. she had packed the night before, so she's ready to go. She kind of brushes her teeth, puts on her clothes, gets ready. I was like, you're kind of close, but she's like, yeah, I think we'll be good. And then she gets up, she leaves the bedroom, you know, says goodbye. Hey, good. You know, see you later. Good riddance. Okay, cool. Going back to bed. I've got another hour of sleep in my future. I think. You sound very awake during all these interactions. I was not that awake. <laughs> okay. Five to ten minutes later, the door opens up. Andrew, um, the Uber driver got a flat tire, so and there's not one for a little bit. I was like, uh, she's like, so you know, could you drive me? That's so I was like, oh my god. So 5:15, I have to get out of bed, lose all my sleep, drive her to the airport. I mean, I get back by 5:45, but come on, I mean that that's just you can't do that kind of stuff, right? Am I wrong here? There's um, no right way for us to answer this. <laughs> I want you guys on the record. 
<laughs> uh, it, it was an unfortunate set of circumstances. I don't think she, she didn't do you wrong. I, I it just, I, I, as, as, we're just walking out the door, as we're walking out the door, I said, I said, I don't even think you called the Uber. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be something. <laughs> Mistakes now, were now made. Now that you mention it, flat Mistakes tire by an Uber sounds That doesn't sound right. Sketchy. That doesn't add up. Anyway, but um, I had a lovely weekend regardless. Um, let's see what I do. <laughs> you, you rebounded from that. I did. I rebounded. Emily Slavic, shout out Emily Slavic. She was in town, so we met up with her and um, a couple others on Friday night. And then Saturday we did a lovely little Blue Hills hike. Um, brought Brian Spring onto onto the Blue Hills. He saw a pile of horse manure and acted like there was like about a bear on the ground that was going to attack him. He was like, whoa, what the heck? <laughs> Freaked out. We got past that. Had a nice little day. And then Saturday we had a good road race in Dorchester to uh, 10K for the fireman's, the 37th annual fireman's 10K in Dorchester. So what, what, yeah. what, uh, what organization received the money from this? The firefighters union. And it's going towards the relief fund. To help firefighters with um, firefighters. Oh yeah, because uh, jokes <laughs> on everybody who participated in that. The city pays buku disability benefits or loss of life benefits. I should say the taxpayers of the city do. This is this is the milking the milking by our quote first responders. It's just out of control. I don't want to be and rant. Okay, I'm not sure I want to be tied in with that. <laughs> that last, I don't know if we have enough time for that topic. That was Rob O'Brien. I own it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it was a I'm lovely. It was actually a, it was a great route. I I highly recommend it for any of you next year. Also, as much beer as you can drink afterwards. Um, so John, and I, Liz, and Emily all competed in that in that 10K. So great time. Do we dare ask uh, how the Zabo brothers did versus each other? I, I, we actually ran probably the fastest 10 K I've ever ran. Um, I finished it in a pace of six forty five. I would say that's pretty good. And then John did very good. John did his in six fifty one. And the only reason I think we ran that fast is when I thought I was ahead of John. I see him at the, right before the three mile marker and he's like right behind me still. So I knew I couldn't let up on the gas. So I had to keep going. <laughs> and so I basically just kept up those six forty five miles the entire rest of the way. And then I really, I don't know why I did that. That was way too fast. Pretty fast. Yeah. 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 So I finished um, 28th, 28th overall, eighth in my age, age. Division. Oh, very nice. Pretty proud. Snaps. Thank you. No metal, but Hey, it's okay. I mean, that's fine. Charlie? Okay. Um, yes. What have I been up to? Two weekends ago, uh, Sean and Katie visited. Sean, Becky, and I ran the BAA half marathon. I saw you at industry. Yes, you did. <laughs> no. Okay. You may have, but I did not see you then. No, saw you, you saw us walking to Lucy's. Nope. I saw you in industry. When? It was on. Was that the weekend before? No, it was it was that weekend. It was on Saturday. Oh yeah, okay. Hey, she'd come and say hello. 
Um, so yeah, ran the BA half. Um, what else happened that week? I got my TV fixed, barely made it into the two year warranty. We'll see if it stays fixed. Don't buy Vizio. That's my one recommendation from here on out. Uh, this past weekend, Becky and, Becky and I went to down to Martha's Vineyard, spent a little time with Michelle Obama. Um, <laughs> no big deal. We celebrated our third wedding anniversary, which is officially today. Wow. Um, yeah, it was a very lovely time down there. Great, great weather. Romantic night for you two. You were recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we that's why we celebrate over the weekend. Because you knew the podcast would be tonight. Yeah, exactly. Podcast first. And um, this upcoming weekend, we're heading up to Vermont for a little leaf peeping and hiking and some uh, Lawson's Finest beer, maybe mix in some Alchemist, who knows? Beer Squad is uniting. Um, yeah, busy November ahead. That's about it. There's a lot of talk about how you describe the um, security detail on the hike. <laughs> Okay. We don't have to get into it, but there was there was a lot of discussion. I'll just say that. What's the security detail? For Michelle. Michelle Obama had like fifteen Secret Service following her around. I thought it was a lot for a ex first lady. I don't know. Think about I mean, how I, Trump's I, I always they're, going off about Obama. They're huge personalities, but they're cute. You can't leave them out there, but there was unbelievable infrastructure in place for them and i don't know it just seems crazy that they i don't know how they live their normal life like that it seems very very disruptive yeah they being michelle and barry and the family barry oh mm. yeah yes you never get a moment alone ever um i think you go to the bathroom alone <laughs> probably not that probably right outside the door um what else oh so let's get back to f1 here close out the pod i was looking at a little research on team lineups i don't know what you mean by this everything's set rob it seems like sebastian's not quite yet locked in he could retire uh albon's not officially locked in with red bull although it seems like a shoe in Tor rosso has no idea what they're doing um rumor has it danny rick has a little clause that says he can leave for ferrari that comes up um Alfa Romeo has an empty seat right now. Do you have a lot? Wow. He's fighting for his life. I, I'd say everything's up for grabs still. Or not everything. A lot of things are up for grabs. <laughs> I will say one major mistake. I can't believe Haas has confirmed Magnussen and Grosjean again. What, what are they thinking? Yes. Oh, my God. If I'm Gene, I think about cleaning house. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I mean, I would love to see a season two of Netflix with another Gunter, but I mean, fish rots from the head. That's what they say. Is, is Gunter the problem? I think maybe. <laughs> no. Oh, I hate to say that. Did you see Grosjean spent more time building a little model car at the last race than he did preparing for the actual race? Did you see it? It showed. Did? I did see that. Speaking I love the models, guys. I've got my. Uh, a ten. I'm gonna pick it back up. Maybe this. Maybe this weekend. Oh, nice. Oh, what got scale my, is that? My, pace, my pieces. Uh, scale. I think it's one eighteenth. Maybe I'll try to find a little vintage. No, one eighteenth would be huge. This is one forty eighth Ferrari uh, car. There's, there's your eight ten, eight ten Warthog. 
What was so, the original scale you said? 118th? 148th. Yeah, 118th. That would be a big plane. <laughs> like take up the size of the room. <laughs> One fourth. <laughs> so cool. Uh, I, got, I got some. Where'd you get on. that? Uh, Amazon. Oh, I hate to hear that. that. I hate to hear that. You're the biggest user of oh my, my Amazon gosh. account of all don't, the people that have access. So yeah, don't do that, Rob. Oh, speaking of um, Amazon, I just ordered something from non-Amazon that's being <laughs> shipped from the UK. Pretty it left up. the UK yesterday, and they claim it's being delivered today. That's nuts, huh? That, that's I would say that's, that's probably that's not going to happen. The Concord? <laughs> Don't think it's the Concord. <laughs> guys, guys, I'm a little nervous. I ordered a shirt. I first time I've ever done this off an Instagram <laughs> ad, and I I was like, where? Why is this taking so long to get? I checked the tracking. It's being. It's coming directly from China. <laughs> Hot off presses. The, the shipping label is all in Chinese characters. I have no idea where it's coming from yeah. or when it's going to get here. What kind of targeted ads are you on? I don't know. Anyway, Rob, is that shipping information in local time? Could have been shipped yesterday UK time and then got here yesterday local time or it's early all times local to where they are so it oh. shipped yesterday okay. midday london yeah so it checks out then it got here at like 3 p.m probably but, landed in boston no it, it it got to it got to new york city at 7 p.m today wow okay that's it that doesn't check out then i don't think it's getting here today <laughs> i would say no um, any f highlights for Mexico? I don't think Lewis is going to be able to Lewis. Yeah. I don't think he can lock up the world champ, the driver's world championship this weekend, although it might be in the cards for Austin coming up. Autodromo um, Hermanos Rodriguez. Uh, so is that Mexico is always a good race. Good crowds. As Lewis likes to say. <laughs> Lewis is already talking about how Ferrari is going to be fast and he can't keep up. Do you know when the track was built, the Mexico City track? No. 1959. I know Red Bull does pretty well here. Anybody want to know the odds on this race? Should we do a little low-T betting corner, even though we don't know oh, what he or yeah. she has been betting? Uh, yeah, actually, we haven't had a good – we haven't had an update in a while from low-T, huh? Yeah, we need to get a low-T update. Um, the money thinks – Leclerc is going to win at a plus 225. Close on his heels is Max Verstappen at 250, plus 250. Then we have Vettel at plus 400. Then you have Lewis at plus 400, Botas at plus 1,000, Albon at 1,600. So hmm. seems like, uh, yeah, any of those top four are in uh, for grabs. I, I think if you're betting this, uh, can, can Botas actually win two in a row? Probably not. No, nope. but those are nice um, odds for a guy who's got a Mercedes car. I would say I would put money on the Ferraris. I don't. What 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 has uh, Red Bull shown since the summer break for the race? I mean, I well, not, they won nothing last impressive year at Mexico. I think it just suits their car a little bit more. I don't really know though. I think it's a high uh, downfor downforce track a bit. See. No, it's a very low downforce track. Hmm. Okay. Well, then. The air is so thin. Yeah, doesn't that put a premium on downforce? <laughs> it does, but they run thin wings. Oh, okay. 
Okay, fine. Anyway, the long premium on there. aerodynamics. That's why Red Bull does well. Maybe McLaren mixes it up then. It's got a very slippery car. McLaren's at plus eight thousand and plus ten thousand. Science is favored. So you're. How do these odds work? If you if I put a hundred dollars down and Science wins, I win eight thousand dollars. That's correct. Yeah. Wow. So for one dollar, I'd win eighty dollars. <laughs> Good. That's great math. Maybe I do that. Where does, for, where does for, one bet? Do I have to go to the how much do you get if how much for ten dollars? <laughs> I don't know. But for two dollars you get hundred and sixty dollars. Oh. Does the Encore have a sports book yet? No, it's not my, in Massachusetts. My company can... party is at the Encore this year, so I'll let you know. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Have you been there yet? No. It's quite a scene. Oh my god. Can't wait. All right. All right. Time. Good talking time. to you guys. This has been Great the Room Room. Goodbye. See ya.